This week on the Push Life Podcast, we talk about misleading supermarket packaging. Three, two, one, it's spring then. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Wall. That's a weird pause you did in between your No, I was just thinking then, I always do it the same. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just getting a bit bored of it. 160 odd episodes in or whatever it is, I'm getting yeah. a bit bored of it, I think. It's 160, something like that. Something like that. Um, but the right. sun's out, mate. It's been a lovely. I like, I said earlier today, I was like, this really gets me excited for summer when you see the sun like that. And oh, brilliant. Just love it. Love Beautiful, it. isn't it? Yeah. yeah Everybody's really mood, mood picks up. Realise. Realise you're actually going to be like, I don't mind going to work, and then be like, I can walk, I have to walk from like Marlborough Soho, down Tower, and I'm like, yeah, this is great, I'll walk the tube stops instead. Yeah, I'm sure everyone else has been enjoying it as well, um, which is good, which is good, so yeah. If you're not in England, yeah, it's like 18, it's many, yeah. it reached 20, 20 degrees today in London, and it's February whatever. And Who says global warming is bad? It's Who says global bad. warming is bad? <laughs> it's unreal. To be fair, there was one guy that was going off on one about global warming in the gym today. It's not good, it's not good. Mate, it's our February like this. Um, I can't <laughs> It's unbelievable. Like, it's absolutely great. But I'm all good. I'm all good. Been a long, long last day. I had like six clients back to back. Um, seven till one. Actually did some work. Then had to sit in a meeting. Had to sit in a meeting with Josh for about two hours. Annoyingly, planning planning everybody's futures in uh, London, um, and how we can spend uh, everyone spend, in London, Every, everyone, yeah, everyone, 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 yeah, or well, well, PTs, yeah, um, ah. and how we can spend money, basically, um, how much money we've already spent. Basically. It's always fun when it's not yours, though, right? Tom? I know it's, yeah. it's great. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, what we then do with that? Um, so, interesting stuff coming up in the future, hopefully um, for you, yeah. for, for me, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've got a budget. Uh, it'd be silly not to use it on ourselves. Well, exactly. So, where's all this education money gone, Tom? Well, you know, we had to go here, so... We had to fly business class. My, <laughs> I mean, my penthouse needs refurbishing, I know, yeah. so... I, mean, I, mean, I needed a squat see. rack. Where? Where'd you yeah. put that? Yeah, in my new gym. So, yeah. yeah, it's right next to yours. Taking your members and I'm training there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's good fun. It's exciting times if you're a first base personal trainer. Maybe I, should get, maybe, I should, maybe I should get back into it. Just come back, mate. Um, yeah, with, with that, if there's any trainers that are in London, um, look out for uh, some some days because we will be, um, I'm sure, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's hit the press. We will be opening a new club in like over the summer in Islington and we will be doing some assessment days. Um, it's hit the press now, Tom. You just told me. I know. Everybody knows that. It's about 46,000 square feet of gym. Mm. Well, not all gym. Obviously, change of rooms and stuff. But it should be pretty good. From scratch, we're building it, so it'll be sweet. Um, yeah, but we will be doing personal trainer assessment days. If anybody fancies uh, being a PT for us, then you might spend you'll you'll have like at least two to four weeks induction with me, Josh. Oh, you just put me off, mate. I was, I was considering, <laughs> I was considering applying then. Put me un- unfortunate, um, but yeah. But we we're good. I was, I was thinking that the hour and a half commute might have been worth it, but actually, no. <laughs> it's done now. Um, Islington mm. though should be fun should yeah. be fun um, yeah mate apart from that working hard just get ready for this weekend aren't we mate do you know get what I mean finalising all the little bits should be uh, yeah well we capped it now pretty much we got we reached our like what was it 15, 16 we wanted so mm. all good 
nice tight little group. That's generally how many, that's the maximum amount of people we run on per train, like education in third space is 16 people. So we thought we'd go for that. It is about right. So yeah, nice. Should be fun. If everybody turns up, be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? But yeah, it'd be good. It's all right. Um, already paid, so you're good. Um, yeah, we're just finalising that. We had had even like 20 minutes to talk about it before the show. Oh, look at us being prepared. <laughs> Not about the show, just about what we're doing on Saturday. So, um, raining stuff in. So it should be good. Um, everybody's, I think, is it 9 o'clock um, registration? 9.30, tight start um, in Canary Wharf. If you want to be there. So... Down, we should be. We're well, if you paid, then there's just people rocking up. Um, yeah, so and then what we finishing at about four ish. We, I did actually text down, and I was a bit concerned that we've written on too much content. So basically, we, we would like to make this in two days at some point, but I think we'll we'll be able to rattle through with such a good group um, in one day, and we'll, we'll we can we can probably go over if we really need to. So if people got burning questions. Or if they're sick of us, they can leave. So yeah, if anyone who's coming as well wants to bring me like a can of white or purple monster for the day, that'd be great because I'll probably need it. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be really nice. It'd be well, well received. I mean, one day for me, you, and Josh just to talk at people, it's like ridiculous. Really. So, yeah. There's poor people. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I feel really bad for them now. I feel bad for them now. Imagine that podcast just going over seven hours. Uh, yeah. Just imagine how much they're going to learn, mate. Like, uh, ridiculous. Madness, uh. madness. What's been happening in your world, mate? Oh, nothing, mate. Just, uh, I hate saying this, but fairly busy. But, you know, I hate saying <laughs> well, Everyone's fucking busy, aren't they? Everyone's definition of busy is different. But, um, but no, crazy busy. We've got, um, we've just done our, we've, me and Mike have just launched our first training workshop. So, hands-on training workshop, three hours in, uh, in Bath and at the moment, only our clients are, are, are having the spaces for now before we open up to everyone else. So keep your eyes peeled next week because we need to speak to our clients this week about it. But we've basically got 16 places as well for that and we sold wow. 10 in nice. in like two days. So, um, yeah, so there may be some spaces available, but we've got to wait until Friday till we spoke to all our clients about it. But we'll probably do a few more of those in the future maybe as well. So, nice. you know. Oh, all, all good, mate. But that's it's quite nice actually as, a, as an online coach to kind of have bridge that gap and obviously what we're going to talk about the weekend it kind of helps seeing people and seeing them move and, and their you know their technique and stuff like that and, and being able to advance them on and things like that is, is good so that's that's that and then yeah i mean the youtube video tomorrow is a must watch for everyone anyone who's interested slightly in the fitness industry who follows any big instagram accounts or any big insta famous people like you'll you will be able to you'll just love it you'll be able to resonate with it and uh, i just hope to god it's well received um we what we laugh every time we watch it back and it's about <laughs> 30 minutes of your life that you i promise you you will laugh so yeah keep your eyes peeled for that on depends on when you listen to this but tomorrow tomorrow yeah good maybe i'll come down to your uh, lifting workshop troll you no don't me because then there'll be someone there who knows more about it than me <laughs> good, is it? that'll be fun that'll be fun yeah, you'd be like, no, you shouldn't be doing that. No, special, special guest, that'd be lovely. Um, did you see calling on uh, that? Did you see what Lane Norton's been doing lately? No, I don't follow him. He's annoying. Uh, he's 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 quite annoying sometimes, but he's been doing like uh, top five like worst offenders um, for like um, like bad information on Instagram or social media. Like he's done a celebrity one. He's done a social media one. Some like some crazy names he's been. Like absolutely, just just anybody's uh, wants to go and. Have like a look. what? Tell me now. You can't just you can't just say that. Uh, well, I've got to, I've got to find the post again because basically it was a bunch of. Um, wait, Lane on. Is he Doctor Lane? He is, isn't he? I, I just write Norton. Probably find him. 
Norton. Oh no, I see him now. Yeah. Oh, they like I. They like Instagram TV. Bio lane, isn't it? Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah, there was. He's got Kino body in there. I like Kino body. Yeah. <laughs> Does Eric Berg, Paige Hathaway. Yeah. And she's the one that's says she's got a booty but has plastic surgery. Is well, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, fucking hell. Like, his missus has, hasn't but, she? I mean, I, I went through, obviously, Jason Fung's the one that Mike McDonald goes off on quite a lot. He doesn't like him. Yeah, he um, should be there. Isn't he? He's a mad. Um, is Greg Gallagher the, uh, that's, that's Kino. Yeah, Gallagher. Kino body, yeah. He's funny. Um, but the the one that most people, I was, I was like, putting through the uh, comments, because there's 698 comments, Matt. So, obviously, it's, yeah, touching people. Um, but the Ben Greenfield fitness one. So, I, we did a piece on him ages ago. He's the guy that injected like... He's the guy that injected stuff in it. And we were just yeah. like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, he's mad. Then there's like a celebrity one. Um, do you know what? I don't mind the whole like, if you're calling people out for bad information and, and because and they have... he's like, like yeah, he's like, tagging them all and being like, yeah. yeah like, he's just going for that way now, isn't he? He's a bit... But at the same time, people call him out all the time, do you know? Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, you know, he took a lot of shit, didn't he, when he, when he left his... He, didn't he leave his... Oh, I don't want to slander. I don't want to slander him, but I'm sure he left his wife for this woman, his new woman, and his wife was pregnant. I can't remember. Like, might have been a thousand. I think we he got a lot of he got a lot of abuse for that. I remember at the time. So maybe he's just having maybe he's just getting his own back on these people. Maybe, yeah, interesting. He's got. I just don't follow him because I find him annoying. I just, <laughs> just I think it's his accent. I don't know. But Lane, I'm sure you're a nice guy, mate. I'm, I'm just, sure he's a nice guy. I'm just he's, putting he's, out he, there like he's he's very brash on social media. I'm sure he'd hate he's, me, he's, uh, so it's fine. <laughs> very brash would be his style. Um, yeah, I, I assume. Um, cool, mate. We got some, we got a couple of things to talk about today. Might as well. Uh, yeah. So there was a BBC thing. Oh, Beeb. Um, oh, don't know was, is it is it a misleading thing? Because Dan has just told me this. Um, well, yeah, no, it, it came up am, on social media a few a few, um, well, a few days so ago. I haven't even, haven't even read it. No. Basically, it was an article, basically, and it's for once from BBC, actually a half-decent article, basically saying that shop, uh, supermarkets are misleading shoppers on healthy food, basically saying that actually a lot of um, a lot of foods that they sell that promote in healthy eating mm. are actually really, really high in fat and um, not actually that great, um, you know, in terms of, like, the healthier choices, like, they have a you know, a vegetarian steak slice that's got a stupid amount of fat in it and, like, half the recommended amount of daily salt and all this sort of stuff. And they're basically saying that they're trying to... They're basically using these products as alternatives to red meat, but yet they have more saturated fat in per 100 grams than red meat does. And they were like, well, hang on a minute. Like, that's the bad thing about red meat, supposedly. There's nothing bad about red meat at all. But they're kind of... At least they're using that as a a marker. At least they're being consistent with the shit information they give out. Um... So yeah, it was kind of like basically there's a nutritionist who's gone on there saying, look, there's nothing wrong with eating them or consuming in moderation, but telling people that they're healthier is misleading because they're not healthier. Yeah, and it's and again, that's a good point to make. It's like it's not healthier. Just because it's, it's vegetarian or vegan or free from doesn't mean that it's healthy. Yeah, and it will be down the aisle that says healthier options or healthier yeah. foods, healthier choices. Yeah, and um, basically people are, people aren't intelligent enough to know, so they trust. Again, like it's, it's the way the marketing gets you is that you trust it. They trust them. They trust supermarkets to say that they're healthier. They whack a bit more on the price. Realistically, they're not healthier in the slightest. Um, I mean, and the thing, that, the thing I find funny about it all is people always talk about like processed food being bad, and yet they'll happily pick up a vegan or vegetarian steak slice and be like, "Oh, it's not processed." It's like, no, it's processed. <laughs> the whole thing—it's got a packet around it. It's fucking processed, you idiot! Like processing no, they, isn't they, a bad thing. They grow like that, mate. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Growing the ground like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's kind of like I think I think it, it was a good article to see that people are starting to now question it. And obviously, someone's picked this up. Um, but yeah, basically, they were saying like, look, there's um, some vegetarian burgers got more salt in than beef burgers. Like, uh, but is that healthy? Is it not? I mean, again, salt doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But for for some people who's really really obese, trying to make healthier choices, it's that whole argument of well, actually, they're not yeah. making healthier choices. Um, yeah, I, I think it was really interesting. Um, but I think it was like a five live show, like. Yeah, it's Radio 5 Live that are investigating, um, apparently. And they've got a couple like a nutritionist lady on it, um, Charlotte Sterling-Reed. Um, healthier Choices sections in supermarkets are misleading. But obviously those, all of, I swear all the packages have the, the uh, traffic light system on them, don't they? Yeah, but that's the point. Is like a lot of, obviously a lot of them have got like red fat, and yeah. but again, people wouldn't look at that, though, would they? It's kind of that thing of it's in the healthier choice thing. You'd be like, oh, yeah, it must be healthy. It's, it's probably healthy fats, though, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the healthy fat stuff. Yeah, the thing with the traffic light system, I always find annoying that because obviously I I look at macros and I'm like, well, why why they don't put like the carbs? It would be really helpful if on that section they put carbs and proteins on it. But the thing is as well, like they can't put. A green or red on the protein or carbs because it's like well, what does that even mean like well, fat they don't, and well, they, fat don't, they don't on the calorie content it's just white yeah so why shouldn't they just do that i think with the fat i think it's a to fat, do with it's to do with i think the red yeah. and the green and the thing is to do with the percentage of percentage the of calories RDA, from fat is, is it, it is it to rda percentage of uh, record daily allowance yeah oh is it okay yeah. i thought it would be related to the calories within it or something like that but um, I think it's it's dependent on daily allowance. I, th- I would have thought it's something like ten percent, and it goes yeah. up um, per whatever. So yeah, so so this like so you got a vegan or whatever veggie things vegan, edamame, coconut, and lemongrass falafel. So half a pack, two hundred thirty calories, but obviously twenty percent of your RDA is fourteen point two grams. So it's yeah. Percentage of reference syntax. Mm, there you go. Yeah, still completely useless for it's, most people. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. So eleven percent of your daily intake. Well, it's going to be like twenty-two percent of from edamame, coconut, and lemongrass falafel. Ugh. I mean, just have. Just have anything else. Just, just anything else. Crazy. It'd only be like, but then they'd be like, oh, it's got good sugar. Only six uh, percent of my daily intake of sugar. Cool. Great. Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, only 62% in that package. 62% of your daily intake of saturated fat. Mm. Good. That is burning. That's burning them up. But yeah, I think it is misleading. And it should just be a thing by the by the supermarket. Surely it's their packaging. It's what they, they do. Um, and they surely should liaise with some sort of nutritionist to be like, <laughs> it's healthy. It's all. It's just annoying because you can't, like we said, we can't really. It's all about like say whether know. something's healthy or not. Really, like I think it's, veggies, veg and fruit are pretty healthy. Like people know that, but there's not. That's not got healthier choices above it, has it? You know. No. And I think the the most confusing thing for a lot of people is they pick this stuff up and it says per serving, and it's like, well, great, but no one's going to eat half a packet of that. They're going to eat the whole thing, like. So it's even more confusing then because it's like, oh well, yeah, technically per serving it might be all green, but if you have fucking the whole lot of it in one go, it's not healthy, is it? Like, so here's a here's a hypothetical situation, Dan. So if you were going to have a supermarket, how would you organise your shelves if this, 
if this was apparent, so you've got these healthier options that are like vegan, blah, 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 how would you start to organize them if you were going to do an actual, I don't know, healthy eating? What, in, my, in the dream world? In your dream world, yeah. How oh, I'd do, dream I'd do it based on calories. Or, I'd do it based on, like, I'd have, like, I'd have, I'd have shelves of calories. So, like, the bottom shelf would be, like, the healthy stuff, which is lower than 200 calories a portion, and then all the way at the top, and then you'd have, like, 600 calories a portion, and then in the middle, you'd have between two to 600, but then there'd be a 400 calorie break in the middle, you know? So you can, you just basically, if you were dieting, you'd be able to walk in and go, right, everything on the bottom shelves, I'll have. You'd be like, yep, that, 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 and there's no way that it can be, you know? And then you'd have, like, the produce sections are fine, because people know where they're at with that, but again, with the meat, instead of having, like, beef and chicken together, all the different types, you would have it based on calories per 100 grams. So you go, you go in there and you'd have the chicken breast with the turkey breast with the white fish with the lean cuts of steak and you literally would just shop, shop in sections and you'd have like a, a, a dieting section and a muscle gain section effectively. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's the way I would do it. I think I would, I think it just, it'd help people. I just genuinely think it would help people. Um, I mean, it would really help me. So that's why I'm <laughs> Yeah, 100%. Um, um, how would you, so based off that, would you put... So would you put the, the higher calorie stuff further away? Yeah, and, and at the top so people couldn't reach it. So and you have to ask, excuse me, can you help me get this down? And then yeah. you get a condescending look from somebody in the booth. Or, or <laughs> and you're like, do you really what, want that? Are you, are you really yeah. allowed that, Fanny? No? Well, what okay. I do is I do the Ricky, Gervais, um, the Ricky Gervais idea of it. Have you heard this one before? So Ricky Gervais is, did it in a comedy show once. He said that basically what they should do in a supermarket is down each aisle, you should have like a cattle grid system where it's like down the fruit and veg aisle is the biggest gate wide possible. You can, anyone can yeah, walk in. Walk. And then to the chocolate aisle, you've got a really, really thin gate, like a really, <laughs> really thin one. Only small people can get through. And he was like, you fat people wouldn't be able to get through it. <laughs> and they'd just be able to like look at it. Um, then, of course, you'd get, you know, you'd get, like, you'd get, chocolate, you'd get like chocolate mules who go in and get chocolate for you, charge you yeah. a fortune for it. But. Well, I mean, it's, it's, nice idea, it's creating a job, though. So, it's creating a job, mate. Exactly. <laughs> You're fine, but I th- I'd concur, mate. I'd, yeah, it's got to go calories, and then you've got to be based off portion or based off gram or yeah. whatever in certain either aisle by aisle or shelf by shelf. I think I feel like it's got to be aisle by aisle, and then I can kind of I can track footfall down each aisle. Yeah, the problem with aisle by aisle is then you've got like the refrigerator section, the hard freezer section, it might be a bit all dotted all over the place if it was just done on calories or something. You'd have to think a bit more. But then I'd be like, if you want a higher calorie thing, you're going to have to go further away, like all the way down where the already goods are. So in in my Tesco, the furthest things away are baked goods. Same as in Sainsbury's. Yeah, baked goods are the furthest thing away. And like eggs and staple staple things are eggs and bread. And obviously the the, the ploy is you have to walk past the whole okay. shop to buy a load of other stuff for your staple stuff. Um, yeah, but we don't have a lot of bread in the, in the house to be honest, so it's not really for us. Eggs are fine. I just get from the little Tesco. But yeah, I think staple is just chocolate aisle. diet. The diet drink aisle or the drink aisle is the is the one. Yeah, that should be done with calories. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it should just be that'd be easy to do as well. Yep. So easy to do. Come on, come on, supermarket. We'll come in and do it. We'll be fine. Started here. Be interested to see what it would look like, though. Would be, yeah. If anybody owns a supermarket <laughs> yeah. and want to try it, uh, we can 100% do that. Um, so there must be, like, there's definitely sections of... Is there sections for low-calorie? There's obviously sections with vegans and, um, I don't know, kosher. And if you live in London, there's always going to be kosher and what's that? Halal stuff. There's oh, yeah. always that stuff, um, which... I always, I don't buy, but yeah, there's always that kind of section, so. I remember a lot of meats in London when I used to shop there where they were all, 
all they were automatically kosher. Like it was just like I had it on the signs of it, it was like anything yeah. again. I mean, we to like places in uh, like we went eating around Wembley Stadium. If anybody knows that, like there's a like a box park there, and if you go in any of the diners, any of the food places, they're automatically halal, all of it. Mm. And we didn't know this, and ended up buying prohibition beer. And we we're like, why is there no alcohol here? <laughs> we we're like, yeah, they don't serve it. Cause they don't drink it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why? I was like, I don't want, I'm never coming here again. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why is this Budweiser taste really weird? Uh, I got re- I was really confused. Now I got, I, I, got, I got a lecture on um, when me and one of the other trainers, and he, uh, we went to a diner that was all halal, and I got a lecture on what, uh, what other bacon, what bacon is. Because obviously they don't serve pork, but I was like, there's, there's bacon on this one. It just said like chicken bacon. And I was like, mm. does that mean? I was like, I know what I kind of know what turkey bacon is. Um, and I recognise that's a thing, but I didn't know what chicken bacon was or some other bacon. And she was like, no, it's the actual. It's just the cut of something. I was like, is it? Is it, is it the cut of a meat? Is bacon a cut of a meat? Is it? I was like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh, I was like, I'm pretty sure you just say bacon. You think of pork bacon, like yeah, you think of bacon. So it was really confusing for me, but yeah, I think we should start that trend. Push calorie, calorie, uh, calorie organized supermarkets. Mm. You could still, I think, I think you got to meet them halfway. You can't just go let's mix all the foods up. You just gotta go. All right, this is the fruit and veg aisle. This is the meat aisle. And then it's still going to be meat, and it's still, we'll just go. Yeah, we'll that's my idea's the best idea. Yeah. Of course it is. Meat Always. and halfway. Biscuit aisle, calorie. That'd be really fun. It wouldn't be fun, it'd be fucking hard, but. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. god, if this goes there, that goes there. It's more of a two man job. Start it in a small one. Do a Tesco Metro, and move the game. Interesting to see, wouldn't it? Very interesting. All right, we got we got another topic to talk about, actually, haven't we? Um, yeah, we've got another. I'm going to do a podcast first, Tom. I'm going to let you introduce this. While I quickly just go to the toilet, because I really enjoy it. <laughs> Brilliant. I've got to Struggle go through this. Mate. <laughs> and uh, I've got two seconds. Right. Um, <laughs> so, Dan pitched at me was um, Dr. Mike Isratel. He's uh, he's a good lad, and we do like following him. And there's a lot of uh, good content by him. He's a PhD doctor, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. He does a lot of stuff with um, Steve Hall, Adrian Morris, those guys. If you ever heard of it, their podcast, Revive Stronger. Um, so he's part of that little crew. I think he's coming over in uh, June, July. Some talk about their uh, thing. So revive stronger. Steve always done a bit of a podcast on us. Um, but he was doing, I believe, some sort of row on his Instagram and got trolled for it, basically. Um, and what row was it, Dan? What row was what? What King row? Street. What <laughs> what row was Doctor Mike Isertail doing? Uh, I think he was doing a bent over or a pendle over a pendle or bent over row, right? And yeah. uh, from the way Dan's described this, is his neck, his cervical spine, his neck. You know how deadlifting or whatever, it was in full extension. Yeah, so yeah. it was going to be right looking up, basically. Whilst he's yeah, he, yeah, he basically was doing his row, and I, again, it's something that I would probably say if. You can avoid it. Like if you were teaching someone brand new, like to do it, I'd probably go. You don't have to do that. You can just look at the floor. But obviously, it's something he's done for years of his life. Do you know, because he always trained that way. And um, but basically, like the comments went off, and people were like, "He shouldn't be with his cervical neck like that." Blah blah. blah and not obviously knowing who he is, and they were. He was like, "Hang on a minute. Like I've trained fucking years. Like who the fuck do you think you're talking to?" Kind of thing. Um, and he's basically saying like he's never once ever had a neck injury. 
no one's ever injured their neck by doing that, blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And it just was, the comments were hilarious. All these, obviously, keyboard warriors being like, you shouldn't do that, all this, and didn't know who he was. And it's just interesting, because I think everyone's got a different view on it, mm. about what they would prefer to see. And I have, as a coach, of what I would prefer to see. But at the same time, I also know that it doesn't actually really matter. It's just maybe what looks a bit better. I mean, I've been, like, trolled upon stuff like this before uh, online. The old, the old classic of uh, uh, your knees shouldn't go past your, past your toes, mate. On like yeah. split squats or lun- uh, I don't know lunges or something like that, and then and then I've and then the the person going at me doesn't realise. Oh no no, I've got a master's in biomechanics. I know what's happening there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, it's absolutely perfectly fine. Um, we actually want that to happen. But yeah, the circle, the the thing, the the caveat, especially with somebody who is so well trained, and you could just see that from looking at his Instagram. Um, is you don't know what purpose. I mean, me and Dan have laughed about, obviously we've laughed about people's exercise technique on the show. And obviously we take, take it with a pinch of salt that we, we probably don't know the full story, but it looks funny from the outside. I'm not going to go at the guy and be like, ah, that is wrong, you must do this this, this way. You should be like, ah, that was funny. Um, but we don't know why he's doing it that way. We don't know the backstory. And also one of the big things that I, I say to people who... Um, especially people like Mike, is he's earned the right and he's never had the... In, like, if he's never had an injury, it works for him. He's earned the right to do it that way and he's trained it enough to do it that way. Um, mm. how, how a deadlift and a squat is not always the same for every single person. Also, if he's never had an injury, then... I mean, there's not much going on cervically, like spinal through a bent over row or penlay row you're going to be a little bit bracing that's about it the whole chin tuck thing but we've, we've talked about that chin proper tuck before right um, but yeah yeah <laughs> no, it was one of those where I think it, it was just it was just interesting because I would I, I looked at it initially and was like mm, like fine nothing didn't even think to think twice about it uh, if that was me doing that I don't think I'd want my head right up there like that but each to their own kind of thing and like he said in the comments he was like there's no load going through my neck. No load whatsoever. Yeah. It's like, have a go at my ra- like lower back or rounded back or something like that if you wanted to, but it wasn't. There was nothing wrong with that. But he was like, but it's not loaded. You're being an idiot. You might as well be talking about the fucking wall over there behind me. Like, it's not doing anything. Um, and it was kind of like this whole thing of like, why are you assuming you know more than me, for one, you know? Um, and it's just that thing of like, say it's his technique and his way of doing it. And never caused me an injury but like you said before i think we've i think anyone anyone can look in on a session and be like oh what they didn't know that for that's just stupid without understanding the context of a session and obviously if you see someone giving out shit advice and they can't back it up then it's you laugh at them all then, the time but yeah without knowing the context is is very very hard so i had a conversation with uh, an osteo today and we've had some people like, oh, I was watching like their session, they weren't doing anything amazing. Thinking that, because within third space, me and this guy hold the title of elite trainer. No, no idea why. So we're meant to be people that are being doing apparently wacky stuff or whatever to, to make our clients stay with us or whatever. And it's very misconceptual. It's like the fact is we probably do very, 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 very simple things. Um, yeah. But it's the whole all right, you don't know why that person's doing the exercise for number one. You don't know why they're doing it in that technique, number two. It could be, and this is coming from Rostio, and he was like, yeah, I make some of my clients do exercises in shit form because 
the risk of them not doing any of the exercise outweighs them like basically not doing it at mm. all. He was like, I'd rather them do it with slightly shit form and stuff that doesn't really matter than not do it at all. And that is yep. going to be better for their pain, their injury prevention in the long term than me going, oh, this is going to be there. And then they're going to stop doing it totally. Um, and that's the only way they can do it with their injury or their pain or their mm. sensitivity. So, and I was like, yeah, that's, and that's come somebody with a medical background. And he's like, I'd rather them do that than not at all. Um, yeah. Especially, but Mike is probably just like, he, I've done it like this the whole time. I get a sweet pump. This is what's going on. I want to look at what I'm doing. And maybe get the main one of a bent over row. A tendency for, for beginners. I'm not going to teach it like that. Um, and then as you get more comfortable and comfortable, he knows exactly what's happening everywhere else. Um, yeah, he can look at himself all he likes in the mirror. Uh, yep. <laughs> if you've done it for 30 years, then you probably stand. Uh, yeah, and it's one of those things where he could be looking for... You know, some some issue in his form that's more important. For example, he wasn't, but again, it's, <laughs> it's that whole thing of like you just don't know what someone's looking for. And I think it's, um, like I say, with someone who's so so knowledgeable on the topic of training and knows exactly what he's doing, it's kind of a bit like just let him do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, funny. It's isn't it? very strange. Is there have been throughout your career? What was the what was the big ones that people were pulled up on as well? People were pulled up on. Um, pulled you up on. Oh, mate, my form's fucking quality, man. <laughs> the, only, the only thing people pull me upon was the fact that I didn't have as much enough weight on the bar. With anything. <laughs> uh, I think that the whole, I think sometimes being or going through that phase of, I suppose people like you refer to me as a bodybuilder. I suppose technically I am in terms of what we're trying to achieve. Um, is like is range of motion, and again, like thinking about the muscle that you're trying to use, and think and looking as exercises as a as a muscle builder rather than a movement pattern, and how you can have different ends of the spectrum for that like if it's a movement you're trying to improve there might be slightly more end range uh, whereas if you're trying to just train a muscle through a split range it could be a bit shorter and again like different rep ranges and different goals of an exercise may dictate different ranges of motion um so i think i've been picked up on some things like that before and again trying to keep tension on a muscle rather than going through a full range and actually getting to the point where there's no load on the muscle um Things like that, maybe, like I think we've had discussions about before. I think me and you probably had discussions about it before. And it's as long as I think the trainer understands the reason why they're doing it, it's fine. As long as they understand that, you know, if you're teaching someone how to do a, a movement pattern, it wouldn't be okay to coach them like that, then it's fine. It's when people go, oh, this is the perfect way to do it, and no one else can do it any different to me. Like, <laughs> no. um, I don't think there's anything major. I think the biggest thing for me. That I the biggest change I've made with my training and training people was I used to be one of these people who was like you can't train abs by bending them it has to be all stability like, you can't move them you know you can't bend at the spine it's bad for you and then I think it was f you know from I think when we obviously joined Third Space and, and getting to know people there and speaking to Doug and he was like no the back's supposed to bend that's what it does like mm. it bends it's perfectly fine um, you know and going for, and seeing him do things like that and go, oh actually maybe this and again being more so his bodybuilder-ish, it's kind of like, well, actually, no, you have to lengthen and shorten the muscle for it to grow and for it to get bigger and stronger, and, you know, you can't just hold still all the time. There's different aspects of core training, not just the deep, deep, you know, transverse dominus, you know, everyone talks about. It's like, no, mate, there's superficial elements to it as well. Um, so that was the biggest thing for me, I think, that I've definitely changed and understand, again, the, the benefits of both, but understand that you need both, whereas a lot of people still like, nope, you can't bend your back, never bend your back. It's like, well... Some elements of your back are, like I said, supposed to move. 
So yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably that's probably the biggest thing I think. Yeah, I think the probably the ones that believe it or not, I uh, I did definitely did deadlift. I'm sure everybody did. We've uh, rounded back for a fair bit of time, um, and I can lift more that way, can I? Yeah, um, but <laughs> that is one that I kind of regret. But there has taught me a lot more about people's kind of pain thresholds and sensitivity thresholds for lower back pain. Um, Mm. from from kind of rounded back deadlifts or that in general and where it's come to an acceptance point that without some sort of uh, I don't know surgical intervention or some sort of I don't know drug medical intervention some people that I train will always have back pain from doing certain things and certain movements in certain ways and there's there's no real way of me getting around that, and it's just limiting the sensitivity of it. I'm getting around that more than ever. Um, that's one of the big things that I've started to look at, um, basically for lower back issues and people mm. going with rounded backs and realizing actually we do train our back a fair bit. I think when when um, it would have been rounded back deadlifts, and obviously not a good thing, but I've people i do make oh, there's one person today who complained of a little bit of lower back stuff and probably counterintuitively um for a lot of people i made them do what is an augmented kind of uh, jefferson curl thing um mm. and got them to properly stretch it out for like three to five minutes and really go for it because they they walk in massive extension anyway and they're cramping up like kind of instagram butt the whole time so and their back's just compressed and that could be the issue but yeah Sometimes a rounded back is not always a bad thing, um, and that's what's going. Like you say, it has to flex. It might. Mm. I'm, I'm not from. I realise there's going to be a load of like. Is it Stuart McGill warriors that yeah. don't? They it, it should never flex or extend. Or but again, rest. like, but again, you speak to you know, but all his. I know Mike boils that that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, everyone, we're going to talk about that the mobility stability model and how it is a loose structure and uh, whatever. But yeah. So yeah, but that's like, again, like Stuart McGill, his specialty lower back pain, hundred percent. If you've got lower back pain, the last thing you want to be doing is flexing your spine. But the point is that there's a point of your spine with the thoracic element to it where it's supposed to move. It's supposed to be mobile, and you know, there's some lower back injuries that occur because of lack of thoracic mobility right and if you look at those sorts of people i think they are also smart enough to go well yeah if you've got a healthy individual with no low back pain then yeah you probably be okay but because they always deal with these people it's like well no Stuart McGill wouldn't give someone sit-ups if they had low back pain i wouldn't likewise if someone said oh, i had low back pain i'd be like right, okay we need to think about how you train your core properly rather than just go and do more sit-ups it's not going to work is it and they- <laughs> And it's that whole thing of like, like you said, the pain thing is the thing that would change your view of exercise selection. Yeah. But pain free, there's nothing wrong with doing them. And people in like someone like Stuart McGill would probably be smart enough to know if you did sit ups, that's not the reason you got back pain. Back pain could be because you're just generally weak, you know. And all yeah, the other that's, that's the big one, isn't it? It's like, oh, you stop deadlifting, like, but I, I never get any pain. All right, cool. So when do I when when do people generally throw their back out? It's probably from years of standing terribly and basically sitting down, being inactive. The whole really, body posture. It's not. It's like, nothing about. Like obviously, their... it's constantly moving, and then just what sets it off is their actually their inability to go through what would be. So the big one is like oh, opening the boot of my car or getting something out of the boot of my car. And what yeah. is that really? What are we training? It's like all right, they probably hinge at the hip. 
and they've gone through some sort of reach. So they probably weren't able to abdominally brace with a load way away from them is probably yeah. the issue. Not that they couldn't deadlift properly. They probably could. Like that's their centre of mass is right underneath it. Yeah, they brought it right close to them. <laughs> They're probably absolutely fine. But they, they were the inability to be able to brace and reach at the same time with like some sort of spinal flexion was probably their downfall and then unable to support that bit. So maybe we start doing that kind of stuff with them and holding holding bracing positions. Um, which generally this, I think that's the bugbear for a lot of people it's like you must never do that or it's like context about everything um, yeah within, for sure <laughs> for sure which is definitely right um, but yeah not moany but it's uh, yeah it's definitely it opens your eyes to a lot of people's training methods when you start looking at it like that you take a step back and go nah that's not shit that might there's, be this, might there's, be this, one, might be this. there's one caveat to this though Tom yeah that's CrossFit CrossFit shit <laughs> That's one, yeah. Kipping, kipping pull-ups will never There's no justification for CrossFit. So, yeah. <laughs> On that note, yeah. <laughs> so the guy is wearing his cricket top. For, uh, you know it, mate. What's cricket, mate? Cricket friends. Yeah, brilliant. All right, um, I think Dan has got to go cricket in at least like two minutes. So, um, Have we got anything else to discuss on this show? Nothing else to discuss, Nothing, Tom. Obviously, got our, our weekend, which will be good, so keep an eye on our Instagrams for... What goes down at the weekend, I'm sure we'll be storying it. I'll probably be on Instagram stories most of it because Tom's basically just lecturing. I'm just stood there like a... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Dan's, I'll probably... Dan's definitely going to be speaking for at least uh, an hour by himself whilst me and Josh go get coffee. And then, uh... That's the only reason I'm there. That's the only reason I'm going, by the way, guys, is they needed someone to come in just so they could have a coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so we've got like, this weekend, shot, which would yeah, be... Uh, It'll be good. To, it'll be good to spend some time with you. I, I hate to say that, but it will right. this weekend, and obviously see everyone else there. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Other than yeah, YouTube video will be out tomorrow. And um, as always, if anybody wants one-to-one nutrition coaching, you know where to hit me up. Instagram that, at that Mike, 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 Mike wants to go. That's, that, that's where they should hit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So now he's yeah. full. He wouldn't have space. You definitely have space. Yeah, I've always got space. Man. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's always got space. Um, so yeah, if you uh, if you're interested in that and you want to change your physique, summer's around the corner, as we've just seen from the lovely weather we've had. Um, then yeah, let me know. Drop me a message and we can have a chat. Wonderful, mate. All right, I haven't got any other business apart from uh, if you come in this weekend, we will see you and we'll recap it probably next week. Bring your notepad. Definitely bring your notepad. So many notes going down. All, All right, good. guys, we will catch you, you next week. <laughs>